0: And we are back for more book of whatever the hell this entire show has been. Because, oh my God, what an underwhelming finale! Even though a lot of stuff happened and there's a lot oh, of action all over the place, I'm
1: sure I'm sure like some fanboys are, are creaming their pants. But it was <laughs> I don't it was, know. It was the worst piece of nonsense I'd ever seen. <laughs> it was just. Uh, first of all, can I can I can I can I say like. It, this action, like, it was an entertaining episode, I'll grant that. Of course. And, but it's it's very clear that over the course of doing their writer's room, you know, they created a bunch of, they had a bunch of episodes, and then they were like, okay, every dangling plot thread, we're just going to put, like, a post-it on the wall, okay? And then they got to the end, and they had all these post-its on the wall. And they're like, well, got to cram all these post-its into our rumble, like, they, like that's clearly just what they did. And then they decided to just like resolve them all in one big battle. You know, like there was no, yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. carefully crafting any, any, any writing. It was just, well, we need to have everyone show up at the end. Um, whether it makes sense or not, we just, we, we, we seeded that plot point and then they need to come back.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, you're not wrong, and uh, that the Avengers-style team-up, I'll get into why it doesn't work, why it worked in the yeah. Avengers, but why it doesn't work here. Um, real quick, someone did ask me that, uh, and I love I love when you guys uh, tell me this and, and, and do this, um, someone who doesn't watch Book of Boba Fett, but listens to us, they ask if we could uh, resume our recaps of the episodes before we get into the discussion, because they want to know what happens in it, because, you know, they listen to us talk about it, but they don't watch it, which, 100%, no problem. Um, so, Chapter 7, In the Name of Honor, uh, Fett's forces patrol Mos Espa, and Bane and the Pikes plan to fight him. At Mato's hangar, Peli Mato, RTD2's starfighter lands, bringing Grogu, wearing Din's chainmail, into her custody. Bane and his Pike confront Fett, Shan, and Dinjarin outside the sanctuary, while the other crime families, having betrayed Fett, attack his soldiers throughout the city, killing the Gamorian guards, which, like, that's, those are the only guys who really died on on. on
1: both I know. Side. I was really sad. I, I it's it, it's insane the amount of plot armor every single protagonist had except for the Gamorrean guards. Like yeah, that over is... the top plot armor. Like I, you know, you could you could have killed a few others and um, you know, at least kill some hackers or kill some people from from the village or somebody. But how many, how many times was, was the Wookiee actually hit with a blaster? Like, it's ama- like, like, he doesn't have armor. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get it. You're tough. But you're still just a piece of meat like everybody else. Like, I don't care if you're five times stronger than a human. You can't just take a blaster fire to, to, the, you know, to the chest and be like, <laughs> oh, I'm tough. Like, where does that come from? Uh, so
0: I'm,
1: I'm, jump, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh,
0: after Shan helps the hackers gang, Fett and Dinjarin <laughs> hide, <laughs> hide, but order um, uh, the the aliens' major domo. Twilight Guy, to negotiate with the Pike. Diverting yeah. the Pike's attention, the Crime Lord and the Mandalorian assault them but are soon outnumbered. Freetown citizens and the Hackers Gang arrive to save the two. However, the Pikes have droids with shields, giant droids with shields, mm. uh come out and start attacking them, routing Fett's forces. Dinjarin, Grogu, and Fett's Rancor destroy the droids before Bane scares off the Rancor. Fett loses his gun in a duel with Bane but survives by killing him with his gaffy stick. Grogu puts the Rancor, who went on a rampage, to sleep, ending the battle. In Moss Isley, Chan kills the Pike bosses, the mayor, and the other three crime lords. As Moss Espa praises Fett, Dinjarin and Grogu fly off in their N1 starfighter, and in the mid-credits scene, Cobb Vanth heals in a Bactic tank at Fett's palace while the modifier prepares to implement cybernetic enhancements. So, I'm wondering about the cybernetic enhancements. Are they going to give Cobb Vanth a robot arm? He just
1: got shot in the shoulder. Yeah, probably something like that, you know. <laughs> I mean, it might it might be like under his skin or something, you know, the where we can't see it, like with right. like, like with Mignol when, mm-hmm. you know, where we can't, you know, they just they needed to bring back that plot thread, you know, even though that wasn't something that needed to be brought back, but they needed to bring it back again just because they needed to have everyone in the, in the finale. Mm-hmm. Except for except for the Tuscan Raiders, which was our our one guess, like when when he flew off. You know how in the middle of the battle he flies off and you're like <laughs> right. like where where was he going? You know, I, I have you know and then I was like, it would take him hours to get the Tuscan Raiders. So they can't really be doing that, but then again, but still like somehow he parked his his uh rancor somewhere where no one caught wind of it, you know, and brought it into the battle. I was. This is. This is. This is what. Like. Okay. I
0: have a couple of notes, but you just gave me a okay. great idea as to. I'm a little confused. So, <clears throat> I was. I was just wondering just now as you were saying that, why didn't he bring his ship to turn the tide?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, there's so many little things like this where 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 I just think about the logistics of of Star Wars. <laughs> like, you have spaceships that can like and i'm like i'm confused about the number of people each each side had like i thought the syndicate had like hundreds of people and then they show up to this fight with like three dudes and you're like what are you what are you what are you doing you know so and like they we need to basically
0: have like six guys who infinitely respawn after they're killed because that's what it felt like
1: yeah yeah absolutely there there's like you can just add this list of of the things i hated okay i'm just going to spew the things i can remember okay I hate how, yeah, all the forces were somehow spread around. So there was only six guys at a time. That was weird because they clearly just had six costumes and they're like, okay, bring them back in. Now we're going to do this scene. Okay, bring them back in. Now, now we're going to do this scene. Like, you know, you're they're, they're supposed to have this massive force. We, ugh, so that pissed me off. One, the hackers, they're running around have, in the middle of a battle. Like, just in the middle of a desert. Like, they should be sweaty. They should be dirty. They still look fucking pristine. The guy's white <laughs> fucking coat is pristine white the whole time. Some of them should have died, at least. Um, I hate it. In nearly every scene where the ranker is smashing something or people are, like, ducking, it's very clear that they're in a studio not ducking and not seeing the thing. Like, no one's putting any effort into acting Uh, that a big explosion is happening or a monster is they're they're just kind of standing there being like oh no oh like there's a monster there's 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 shrapnel everywhere there's rocks there's fire it's 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 devastation and everybody's just kind of standing around going oh no oh like they can't even be bothered to duck the only (laughs) time they bothered to do it was one scene with with amy sedaris and the and the and the negotiator guy who like jumped behind a table, and they they did a wind thing when they were h- hiding behind the um the table. They did it one time, but other than that, like you know, it was as if you know it was very clear that they were all on on the sound stage, like in their in their ring um screen or whatever. Um, also, just the strategy, like in every situation, they decide to the heroes decide to put themselves in the middle while everyone while the villains have all the higher ground around them constantly and then they and they fight themselves out of that situation over and over and over again like why would why would you implement that strategy it's just so weird like put yourself in the in the weakest situation
0: Ugh. Well, to, to what I just said about uh, Boba Fett using the Slave One, his Slave One ship, you could argue that maybe he didn't want to cause destruction to the city, which is r- mm. ridiculous because he destroyed the yeah. city anyways with the Rancor attacks. So, yeah, okay. I have a I have a couple of notes. Um, <clears throat> mm. the, the giant Scorpionek, whatever the fuck they're called, the, the droids were kind of cool, but they didn't kill
1: anybody. Are those the same? They seemed very similar to the some of the droids. Th- from from, from um, Phantom Menace? The Droidicas. Okay. Yeah, they seem similar to those.
0: Uh the other notes I have here, I still don't get Boba Fett's motive because in this episode oh, yeah. he said like the town are his people. But the only people he were really connected to were the Tuskens. Like right. his his whole gimmick like here is I, I will not abandon these people, but the motherfucker leaves the fight to come back with like this this intense insane monster and then proceeds to destroy his people's city. Like what are you talking about?
1: Or, yeah, like... yeah. If you if you had if you had seeded a couple scenes of him spending time with the hackers, like around town, um, or you had Tuscan Raiders in the battle or something, um, but there was none of that. Like there was no. There was there's none of him uh like connecting with and and spending time with anybody. You know, if if anything, the only people he spent time with was the casino people, Jennifer Beale, and she got killed, and they all got killed, and the Tuscans who got killed. So he's these are a bunch of strangers. I mean he didn't even he didn't yeah. He didn't spend any time with these people. He shouldn't care about them. They they didn't they didn't see that. It's it's ridiculous. Those these aren't his people. He's not from Tatooine. He's from he's from Kamino.
0: Speaking of which, like I I I put this on my Twitter. Like we, we spend ep- seven episodes with this fuckhead wanting to like you know rule over Tatooine, only for him to say in the last three minutes of the episode, "I don't think I'm cut out for this."
1: <laughs> right. What and have then, we been doing? Then... Because because you have to bow to people, you know? He, because you have to bow to people in pain? Dude, you climbed out of a fucking sarlacc, like, covered in acid, and then spent years in the desert with Tuscans. Like, shouldn't you be a little tough
0: by now? Like, he's- if, I was, if I was Ming-Na Wen, I, I would have strangled his ass after he said that. Um, but, like, the one thing I find weird is that he spent this entire trilogy, his own, not, not trilogy, I'm sorry, his own spinoff, losing... Like, I get that, yeah. the, like, he lost quite a bit of, like, fights throughout this entirety of the show. Like, I get that the theme of the show is that one line from season 8. You know, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survive. And, and that's cool. Yeah. But that's not the Boba Fett we came to see. Like, his experience with the Tuskens was nice. But what they should have done, in my opinion, was, like, a John Wick-style revenge story. Like, after the Tuskens mm-hmm. died, and, and, like, him going out and getting revenge on all these people. And, you know, falling into that thing again... That he was, that, that cycle that he was in before he met the Tuscans. But instead, we kind of got like a, a weird bootleg version of the Godfather. E- even in the final yeah. scene that you were just discussing, he's walking around town and, you know, the people are like saying, hey, here's some fruit. It reminded me of when Vito was walking around in part two of the Godfather. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, every time someone mentioned about him having his family or something, I'm, I'm like, it didn't sit right with me because this doesn't seem like a crime yeah. family. It just seems like a bunch of random people
1: together. And, and I would have, I would have said that they were trying to parallel it if, um, they had shown rather than killing all of the, the crime family leaders all at once in one place, they would have done it in separate locations. Then it would have, then it would have at least felt a little more savage and a little more coordinated. Like it just, you know, you have a little montage of this person getting killed and then this person getting killed and then this person getting killed, like at the end of Godfather, um, at the end of Godfather. And then, uh, you know, it would have it would have worked better to parallel it like that. But instead, it's just this like, all, all of the villains are clumsily in one little room where they can be picked off really easily.
0: I do disagree slightly with you there because Fennec, she was incredibly awesome in the end, like the way she took out all the bosses. Because that's the type of Master Assassin shit I've been waiting to see from her for a long time. But I will say though, at the same time, it's kind of a shame that she killed them, and not Boba, because Bane's like, "Oh, by the way, the crime syndicate killed the Tuskins, mm-hmm. not the, the, yeah. the Nikto bike guys." So, okay, then what's the point in ever
1: telling him that? Like, yeah, no why, why I don't understand why Bane, why uh, Cad Bane did that. In fact, I don't understand why Cad Bane was in this battle. Um, he's a bounty hunter. What's what's his angle? What's his benefit? Money. I mean, does he get more money? Like he he doesn't get paid as a job, you know, for his job anyway. And if his, it looks like he's already going to lose at this point. So. See, this you know? is where I, I – you you make a good point. So
0: Cad being in this wasn't for, like, the average viewer. It was for people like me because he yeah. should have been in it since the beginning. It would have made for a more of an interesting story if the two of them had their own rivalry set from the beginning of the show. But the only yeah. people who got any emotional payoff from him showing up were the Clone Wars fans like me. If you didn't watch it, well, sucks because, yeah. And yeah. that's dumb because as much as I love the fan sort service, like aimed at people like me, I want those who didn't see it like you, you know, to get excited.
1: But I felt you- it was almost a shame to kill off such a good villain. Because the, oh, the, 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 vil- the villains in this were pretty lame. Did they retroactively make the fish man the head of the syndicate? Cause he's I thought he was just like communicating with him on behalf of the syndicate. But I think at the end they retroactively made him the leader of the syndicate. He's the most. He's the least intimidating character you could possibly have as the head of a of a of a very powerful drug running, like you know, family. Which
0: which fish guy? The the guy at the end that gets killed by Fennec. Yeah, that's what all the pikes look like.
1: Oh, okay, Under so there the could helmet? be more pikes. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure
0: there's, like, uh, he's one of the representatives on Tatooine for the real syndicate, because the syndicate is, like, supposed to be, like, really big. But, no, you're oh, yeah. right. Cad Bane was a great villain, even in the Clone Wars. He was super—there's a scene in the Clone Wars where—this <laughs> is stupid. There's a scene in the Clone Wars where Mace Windu, Anakin, and I forget who else, are trying to, like, enter his mind with the Force, and he's just fighting them off which I thought was like super neat and he's just a very intimidating guy and he just shows up to I guess intimidate everybody which okay great but only for two episodes
1: and piss and piss people off like he just wants to make it's just like he's making Boba Fett angry for no reason um I don't know. You know, it's like maybe, maybe if you knew about, you know, maybe if I knew about his back backstory and and his history with Boba Fett and and understood like what he was up to, but for for me, it's just like this random guy has shown up and is becoming the face of this syndicate and is taunting Boba Fett for no reason and then goes in and battles him to the death for no reason when it wasn't really his fight. He's a bounty hunter, you know, but mm. um. So it's just kind of, I don't know, that was weird. It was just weird. I mean, I admit that I think the, I'm just trying to think of like the things, I, I don't want to be all negative because, so I'm trying to think of the things that that worked or worked somewhat. Um, I thought that the negotiator guy going out and, you know, creating a diversion was, was okay, though I don't know how Boba Fett wrote all that down so quickly. He's like, <laughs> here's my offer. He like does like two strokes and sends him out there. Um,
0: also from The Godfather Part Two when uh, Michael is talking to the casino guy, "Here's my mm. offer, nothing."
1: And yeah. So a little, little I, I like The Godfather. A little bit of a. Uh, no, there's a de- there's definitely a lot of callbacks to The Godfather. That's, sure. That's there's no there's no doubt about that. Um, so I thought that was okay. Um, well to me personally I, the negotiator
0: guy was kind of annoying.
1: Him and Belly. Oh, I know yeah, you like yeah, Belly, I do, but I do think he's he's super annoying, but but I, I I felt like, okay, if you're gonna use if you're gonna have a, if you're gonna have a at least a somewhat clever way to create a diversion to to turn the tide. Because the two the two men are stuck in this in this room, completely surrounded. How are they gonna, you know, get out? And 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 you know, they, they kind of used it. as as a technique though because they had such plot armor probably wouldn't have mattered but i I don't know to be fair their
0: plot armor is mandalorian Beskar armor which we saw here that it can deflect lasers but if is it magnetic
1: or something why don't they name why don't they aim at their dicks (laughs) like they're getting so much fire why why aren't they getting hit in the dick i
0: i have no idea you'll have to ask me Go to, or, let's go to Star or Wars legs. Comic-Con and ask them.
1: Or legs or arms or whatever. Like, is it magnetic? <laughs> Does it draw in the blaster fire? Maybe. Like,
0: I, maybe they're moving around so much. They don't get hit in the day. De- I know what you mean, though. I know. I kill you. Yeah.
1: Like, also, like, when, when when the when the ranker, like, bites Mando's head, and you're like, okay, for the other people, he, like, clearly, like, gulped them down or went mid-body. And here he decides to go right on to the strong... Best a Beskar helmet, like oh come on twice. And you're like, come on, come on, stupid rancor.
0: Um, I, I would I when, when the episode begins, I will say I thought at first they're bringing back Luke Luke again so soon. Oh yeah yeah, wow. yeah I thought
1: that too. But, I thought the um, same thing.
0: But even even though even though Luke then show up, like it's still pretty weird for Luke not to have come
1: himself, especially this, since this is his home planet, <laughs> which reminds me of one of my, again I'm going to rant on Return of the Jedi. One of my least favorite lines of Return of the Jedi is um, <laughs> you reminded me of it just just then. So they're on their way to the to the um to the Sarlacc pit, and Han says, "Huh." He, Han's line is okay. Han goes, "Huh." uh my I, my eyes must be improving i used to only see a big black blur and now all i see is a big white blur and then luke begins to <sighs> then luke says to him there's not much to see i used to live here you know and then han says you're gonna die here you know and i was like what a stupid line like <laughs> do you think han doesn't fucking know you're from tatooine like he met you on tatooine you, he called you Farm Boy the entire first fucking movie. He knows you're a fucking moisture farmer from Tat, like from Tatooine. Like he knows who you fucking are. You know? Like imagine if you were like, you know, to me you were like, you know, <laughs> I used to, I used to live in in New Jersey. I'd be like, oh really, <laughs> really, Carmine? Like I didn't fucking know that about you. <laughs> Like, like, really? Oh, you're from Brazil? I didn't find like, like, what the? <laughs> I fucking like it's it's the worst fucking. Lo- oh, I mean, there's a lot of fucking bad lines from of *The Jedi*, but but I used to live here, you know. Like, what, 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 what? Do you do you think I fucking forgot the events of *Star Wars*? <laughs> I feel like every episode we do we do a review on you you
0: always have to like throw in a return of the Jedi hate.
1: Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, it's, okay. So so yeah. It's the, this is his home.
0: That, yeah, that he wouldn't come back to his home. But then again, it's either the budget wasn't there for more CGI or hmm. you'd have another problem altogether. Because if Luke came back, then the whole okay. fight would have been over too quickly. Like in the, All this, right,
1: Here, here's, here's, here's my honeypot, my, my, uh, my, my explanation for that. So we know that, that Luke's friends are still alive on Tatooine. Yes. Um, he still has attachments on Tatooine. A Jedi cannot have attachments. Mm. But what about Leia? <laughs> if you've made out with your if you've made out with your sister, she doesn't count as an attachment. Oh, okay, that's that's that must be a rule. It, it book. negates everything. Oh,
0: gotcha, gotcha.
1: <laughs> it, nega- it makes it all so weird and creepy that the Force is just kind of like confused. So you're you know that's allowed. Of course, of but, course. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he's not allowed attachments, so he can't go home to help his friends. Even well, though, to be
0: fair, he doesn't. He, Mando and Boba aren't really his friends. He actually fought Boba a couple years ago, <laughs> briefly, on the, the Sarlacc.
1: Yeah, and I suppose this is Moss Espa, not Moss Eisley, so. You mm-hmm. know. Well, Moss he's not even from Moss Eisley, is he? He's from. He's from a small village outside of Anchorhead, right? I uh, think. I
0: i yeah. i forgot where he's from really i just i hate tattooing so much i'm sorry i hate these fucking <laughs> desert planets i really do but my it's whole like thing half is of
1: star wars is fucking desert planets i know
0: <laughs> my whole thing is like if luke came back then the whole fight would have been over too quickly just like in, in like a mando season two finale mm. but on the other hand if he did come back and then didn't help you'd have to explain why the last jedi in the whole galaxy is sitting back watching all this awfulness unfold on his home, own home planet So, it's kind of like a weird, you know, you damned if you do, damned if you don't, so he just sent Grogu with R2, which, okay, that's, I guess R2 flew the X-Wing, okay, still feels a little weird. Uh, The other thing I have here is uh, how Mando's season two finale was so good that it kinda ruined Book of Boba Fett's finale for me. Not because mm. Book of Boba Fett's finale was terrible, but also because it had no setup for the next series or any major guest star from the original trilogy. Cause we were all expecting Han Solo, especially considering how he has history with the Pikes themselves in his own spin-off film. Remember in Solo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets in conflict with it's them. True. So
1: uh. I think that I think they really I think they really messed up not having a face um to the big bad. I mean you know the huts came in and then the huts came out. I imagine the huts will be season two if they're gonna do. Oh God, I hope not. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean <laughs> they saved them though. They saved their CGI huts. I mean, so it's got to be the huts for season two, and then um, it. You know, I I assume it's happening season two. Um, but yeah, uh, the uh, I think they needed a face to the big bad. They needed. Um, Cad Bane should have they, been their main enforcer. Cad Bane should have been there from the beginning, mm. from the beginning. Uh I don't know. I don't think they needed so many characters. It felt crowded. Like I admit that the the so I do think that the presence of the Ranker and the return of him on the Ranker was a good surprise. I had forgotten about the Ranker. Same. Um you know, him coming back to, to settle the score because you're like oh he has nobody coming how's he gonna win this the rancor is the answer like that would have worked by itself like you could have cut out all of the random stupid uh scenes of them fighting at, um in in plaza after plaza after plaza of the fucking city um cut the hackers like or just have them killed off or something like have a quarter of the scenes that they had with the hackers. Um, th- none of those seemed to work. I, I kind of liked uh, Mando on the rickshaw. I thought that scene looked pretty good. Um, it felt a little more Star Warsy, you know, like that, that droid and, and everything. Um, I, I kind of liked that sequence, but, um, but the sequences that worked for me were few and far between. Like why would why would they all tackle the Wookiee, you know, rather than kill him, and then so he can come back? And every time they shoot him, it doesn't do anything. And why would they push the Gamorrean guards off a cliff and all these kind of weird, just weird stuff? Um, so so th- this is this is why um, you
0: you you politely. Um, In another episode we did of Book of Boba Fett where I said, like, this kind of feels like a kid's show. You politely Mm. shot me down on that by saying, yeah, it's a kid's show. But at the same time, they just had a terrorist attack. So, uh, yeah, here's this is this is like the struggle I'm having with this show, because it seems like it kind of is a kid's show. But then they do shit like that where it's like, oh, I guess it's not. It feels like the show is fighting with itself to have some more adult elements and then tone it back a bit. For example, I agree with you. When Chrysanthemum was being um, ganged up on by the the, the lizard guys, the lizard guys didn't have any blasters. They took out, like, steel swords and shit. And I expected all of them to come in and stab them all at the same time. But instead of doing that, they just tackled him. Yeah. Like... So it's like it's like the show is having this fight with itself that like, it wants to show like this intense bloodbath, but at the
1: same time, yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's also got echoes of like the whole "freeze, rebel scum!" Pew, you're dead. Freeze, <laughs> rebel scum! Pew, you're dead. Like you know, the, the Empire keeps saying "freeze," and then and then the heroes slaughter everybody. You know. Um, it's to show you that the Empire w-
0: did nothing wrong this entire time.
1: Yeah, yeah, except blow up a planet. Yeah, uh, we don't talk about that. But it, I mean, if, if you if you think about keeping drug dealer drug dealers at bay, I mean, I guess the Empire was much better at keeping drug dealers at bay than than the uh, than the, uh, the the New Republic. The New Republic's too busy uh, writing traffic tickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm, I'm actually kind of wrong. Um, kinda. So. Um, at the very end, I, I I just said how one of the reasons I didn't like the finale it doesn't really set up the next one. It doesn't have to set up the next one, but this is Mar- uh, This is mm. Disney. They own Marvel. They do it in Marvel. They did it f- with Mando Season 2 finale. They should kind of do it here. Now, we don't need a guest star like Han Solo to, you know, make or break it. We really don't. But I would have liked a setup for the next series, whatever it may be. Maybe Andor, Mando Season 3, Kenobi, something. Um, but we did kind of get a bit of setup in regards to Cobb Vanth, because we saw him in the tank. Now, um, this actually does kind of set up Boba in Mando season three, if you think about it, because remember the scene where where Boba is walking, we just discussed it, and he's like, I'm not cut out for this. We're not. Maybe we're not cut out for this. And then Fennec responds with, if not us, then who? Cobb Vanth. He can come in and take over while Boba goes off and fucks around with Mando in season three.
1: Yeah, you're 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 completely right, because yeah, him ruling a city and being in one place—I mean, this is like Danny and Marine kind of stuff, like <laughs> what? right? Like, like <laughs> when it comes down to it, no one no one wants to see somebody governing a city; they want to see somebody off having adventures, right? Mm. Um, and and so you know, people people didn't like Danny and Marine choosing to rule. Um I don't know, yeah, I don't I don't know if Boba Fett trying to rule a city and his tax policies. Um literally his tax policies were part of this this season. <laughs> I don't know if that makes good good entertainment.
0: Hmm. Uh well once again he has no connection to these people, but he want. I think this is just maybe Disney trying to sideline Boba Fett's story. But once again, I, I I've said this in the other episodes, I'll say it here. The reason this show was not that great, I actually have yeah. a couple of uh, theories, but one of the main theories for me as to why this show wasn't that great is because we already got the Boba Fett show we wanted we, in Mandalorian season one. It's it's a guy in Mandalorian armor going around, kicking ass, taking bounties, seeing the galaxy. That's exactly what we wanted from a Boba Fett show. Now, the one thing I'm struggling with is if we if this had to do it all over again, should they just had Boba Fett be in the place of Din Djarin with Grogu? Or is is Dinjarin the character of Dinjarin better as like a, like an original character to tell this story? Mm. That's up for the fans to debate. Um, but I wanted to talk about the Avenger style team up because when well, the reason it sucked is because. Boba Fett had very little interaction with most of these characters, besides Mando, yeah. Mando and Fennec, which I have to say I love, like the Mando Boba like friendship they got that broke. Oh yeah, I wish
1: I wish it had. I wish we had a lot more of that. I would oh, love to know so because one one thing they never went into in Mando, which in the Mando series, which I wish they had, is Jango has some sort of relationship with the Mandalorians. Like he fought in this war. He has like. Something, something related to the Mandalorians should have passed down to Boba Fett. Um, we we understand that the Mando has his his beliefs, and we understand that that um, uh, who, who the other faction of Mandalorians, what, what was her name? Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. We understand that Bo-Katan has her interpretation of of Mandalorian creed. Um, I want to know what Boba Fett believes. I want to know what Jango Fett believes. Um, and we have no inkling on that. He does say at one point, you believe all of that bantha fodder or something. And then Amanda says, yes. And he says, good. But what does Boba Fett believe? Like, What is his, what is his creed? You know, I, I, I'd i like to know that. Uh, you know, is it ever explored in when we saw young Boba Fett in, in Rebels?
0: No, it's in, uh, in Clone Wars. In Clone no, Wars? It, it, anytime young Boba Fett showed up, it was just him being, like, edgy and, and, and just... And, like, he's he was kind of, like, the character of the day, and then the next episode they kind of moved on. He, gotcha. They just had, like, a little mini-adventure of him with the other bounty hunters, and yeah, it's... It doesn't really go into like what he like core believes in, in like his core, but I'm assuming they'll explore explore this in uh, season three. I'm assuming, uh, hopefully. I mean, we had
1: this scene where these two men in Mandalorian armor battled back to back, and you know, I'd like to believe there was some sort of like unity of of feelings and honor or code going on in that. But it turns out it's something completely different. It was Mando because of his religion staying there, and Boba Fett illogically wanting to defend a bunch of strangers that he didn't know from drug dealers. You know?
0: Yeah, that's why. Well, that's what I was saying. That's why it comes off as very interesting, especially like with the hackers. I don't care about the hacker kids or Chrysanthem, but Boba does why like i know in the comics like chrysanthemum and him work together but not everybody reads the comics so okay yeah but even then if you're gonna make them a team why don't you give us a scene of them all just hanging around together we don't get a scene like that at all he just walks up to someone says a few lines and then walks off and all of a sudden everybody's okay everybody's chill yeah like the reason this worked in the avengers film from 2012 was that each of the characters, each of the Avengers, got their own movie? They have their own motivations, and then they had a scene together where they hang out and bounce off each other. Here, it's just a bunch of people who come together, plus Mando and Fennec, who Boba has most
1: of his interactions with. And so, I know nothing about. I learned nothing about the background of any of these people. Like I learned <laughs> yeah. nothing about like how they were raised, what they believed. I mean, it was the same with Mandalorian. Like, like except for a few very brief flashbacks like you don't really understand why mando believes this what he really believes like he doesn't go into it very much he just kind of says like one line it is the way and then you're not really sure what the way is um i mean and i love all the temple stuff when mandalorian goes to his temple and he talks to the religious leader and the religious leader tells him something i'm like well i guess that's what mandalorian believes even though it's from the word from the mouth of you know his religious leader um and so i mean i like it but cuz it gives me insight on what's going on in mandalorian's head in mando's head but um you know th- that's about it like i like like i do wish they had a little more world building but in the sense of the character like what did the character do in their life what did they believe how are they raised like i don't know how like at this point we've been with boba Fett. For so many years, how was Jango Fett as a father? Did Boba Fett like him? Does he look back on his on the fatherhood of Jango Fett fondly? Does he think it was a mistake? Does he want to, you know, is he is he angry at Jango Fett in retrospect? Does he is he still angry at the Jedi for for killing his dad? Like the you know, these are kind of big things. We had some flashbacks of him on Kamino. What were those flashbacks for? Like what 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 did that what did those tell me about Boba Fett? Um and, and how did it relate to the current story? How did it relate to the Tuscans? Like why did he like the Tuscans? Because they could fight really well? So he likes his dad because he could fight really well? Like like what like what are the val like what values does Boba Fett have? Like, still uh, know. what I got
0: from that whole situation when when we were doing the flashback with the Tuscan is that once again it's that that line from Game of Thrones season 8 Lone Wolf dies, but the pack survives. Boba Fett has been a lone wolf his entire life. You know, he he saw his dad go off every night and do some bounty hunter stuff and come back. He was, Boba Fett, for the most part, was kind of alone, I guess, for a majority of his yeah. life, always doing his own thing. And here you have the Tuscans who kind of, you know, respect his strength and, in a sense, welcome, in, welcome him in as one of their own. I just think it should have been the, the people of Mos Espa who did that instead oh. of the Tuscans. So,
1: Okay. I, I see what you're saying, but if if the plot were Boba Fett was always a lone guy. He was alone. He, he he was raised kind of lonely with just his dad, but his dad wasn't actually around very much. Um, and then he became a bounty hunter and spent most of his life alone. And then he got a family. It got killed off, but now he has a new family. Like let's say that's his new thing. He's gone from loner to family man. Shouldn't the ending of the show been, like, his whole family together? Like, in a final scene. Like, shouldn't I have been seeing him with his family um, exploring that? You kind of did. You, uh, I, I guess, kind <laughs> of. did.
0: It was Fennec, the chrysanthemum, and the, the hacker kids. And uh, the Wookiee gets a melon. No, I don't. <sighs> like, uh, I that,
1: guess.
0: That little I scene. You know? And everyone lived happily ever after the end that's kind of what it felt like and it was kind of eh. it, it it has this the, the ending scene was weird when when that happened because like okay they didn't he didn't it, Boba fett never had a moment where he sat down with any of these characters and had a conversation with them he yeah. just kind of talked at them and they talked back
1: at him and that was it right right i mean as much as much as the um Mandalorian had way too many scenes of him like gazing at at baby Yoda puppet it it did serve the function of establishing that he's getting attached to the kid, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't have we don't have anything. We have nothing, and, and it's not like Mandalorian has any conversations with with um, with Baby Yoda, but uh, but yeah, we had nothing. We have nothing of Boba Fett like talking to the hackers. Nothing of him talking to Ming-Na Wen. Nothing, you know. Nothing well, he of didn't him talk
0: to Ming-Na Wen except she. Is like you said, she's kind of like his mirror, and all she ever does is you want me to kill him. Like that's everything yeah. she ever. Like I have a problem, Fennec. This guy's bothering me. I don't know what I should do. You want me to kill him? No, just Jesus. No, just yeah, yeah. Just Give me some advice. Um, do,
1: you, do you do you want me at, Do you want me as a six-year-old woman to put on this helmet and then jump around like like a twenty-two-year-old parkour um, a person? Hey, she can kill off. But
0: But, uh, I'm glad you mentioned Grogu. So he should not have been in this episode at all. No, it was way
1: too dangerous. Like he shows up and then...
0: No, not that it was way too dangerous. Well, yes, but this should have been saved for season three or season four of Mando. Because him showing up again so soon ruins that emotional finale of season two of Mando. Because it's almost pointless now. Because what, Grogu spent... A few months with Luke? A few weeks? Okay. Cool. But I expected their reunion to be more of its own thing, not in the middle of an already crowded battle. It takes the emotional weight yeah. out of
1: it. They completely undid Mandalorian Season 2 just so they could like reset it and be like, well, Mandalorian Season 3, they're back together having adventures. Yeah, They, they undid everything.
0: Well, I'm assuming Mando Season 3 will be him teaming up with Bo-Katan, the other group of Mandalorians, taking back Mandalore, the planet. And I guess that's how he redeems himself in the eyes of his own sect. But here's the problem. I'm assuming this is going to be the conflict going forward, is that he has the Darksaber. Bo-Katan's like, I want that, but I have to beat you for it. And he's like, fine, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think
1: there's a big there's a big um <clears throat> there's a good conflict there that that you know I I hope leads somewhere. I think they're going to screw it up. I think they're going to make it as empty as possible. Um one one thing all all the three seasons Mando 1, Mando 2, Boba Fett um is lacking is like, you know, real emotional um uh conflict between characters like, you know, that's what that's what all of it's kind of really lacking. But uh, I mean, at the same time, is Star Wars? Does Star Wars really have much of that? Is you know, isn't this supposed to be popcorn, um, mindless fun? It doesn't you have know, to like be all it, the time. Yeah. So you know, may, maybe I'm expecting too much from from something that's you know, a bunch of aliens it's uh, aliens in space blowing blowing each other up. Like maybe I'm expecting too much, but. I think I think it would have been better if there was just less like I think had had he had he spent more time had they had less action and more time like him connecting with the characters and the final fight just being him on the rancor like slaughtering people would have been would have been good enough you know and you didn't need to have the rancor going crazy afterwards and and that was filler putting it to sleep you know that was
0: filler they were they were filling time get the fuck out of here that was yeah it it climbing up a tower like what like why king kong and (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but like in the end i don't know it it kind of feels like disney forced john favreau and dave to do this without little thought you know there was almost no thought put into Mm -hmm. it like you can tell the real intention was with the Mando stuff in Episodes 5 and 6 because that's where all the meat and potatoes of all the interesting stuff was. And yeah. I, I, I kind of feel bad for Tamora Morrison because he has come out and he says he wants a Season 2 where Bobo goes out there hunting for Mace Windu. God, ah, no, I'm good on that. Like, let first off, let Mace Windu die. Let, that, let characters die. This is not Dragon Ball Z. Not everybody did, needs didn, to come did back. Didn't
1: Mace Windu die like 25 years ago? Didn't, didn't.
0: Yeah, but like he. What, was, there, it, was it he
1: throw it out a window?
0: Yeah. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson himself has come out and said multiple times, like, you know, let's, there's no body let, let me come back and do some stuff. And I guess Timora Morrison probably saw that and he's like, yeah, let me go hunt him. But even if that was the case, why would you want to go hunt Mace Windu? It's over. You're over your issues now. You, your new life is ruling over this planet that you didn't want to do until a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd really like to know. I mean, I'd really like to know what Boba Fett believes, what Jango Fett's backstory was, um how he relates to the Mandalorian movement. You know? Like it's really weird that we've had all of these mandal all these people in Mandalorian armor that have nothing to do with each other, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> So <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> You know, yeah, they all happen to have the same armor, but they believe completely different things and are not really related in any way. Like the, the fight, like the political fight for Mand, the Bo-Katan political fight for Mandalore has nothing to do with Mando and his religious sect. And Mando and his religious sect have nothing to do with Boba Fett. It kind of does. They were in, once
0: again, this is like Clone Wars stuff. So, and they did not do a good job of explaining this or or setting it up. The, the, the religious guys and Bo-Katan's people, they kind of... It's funny, because Bo-Katan used to be a part of another group that was just as dangerous as the religious sect guys. So, Bo-Katan's sister, who was Obi-Wan's love interest in the show, um, they were the peaceful Mandalorians. So, there's a bunch of different smaller groups who... Have strong oppositions to each other and the main core of Mandalorians were peaceful and now it's just kind of one big fight to see who rules over everything, kinda. Thus the Darksaber. So mm, 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 it's mm. they they really didn't establish that. So I'm assuming Boba will be back. Cobb Vanth will be like the vice president of the fucking Tatooine or some shit, and Boba will be back to help Mando because they're bros, and their whole broship was really cool. I like that. Mando is a good friend to Boba, especially when he's like, "It's on the house." Like, get just a bro, homie. Like, good stuff. Good. Stuff. I like that. We need more just, of that. Just
1: kiss already.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, I like. So Boba Fett, I I was telling this to Preston before we started. Boba Fett's a comedian, right? So Mm. I I find it funny how, once again, he spent seven episodes trying to rule over Tatooine. At the very end, he's like, I'm not cut out for this. But there was one more joke that he said at the very beginning of the show. He goes, hold on. I have, I, I screen capped it right here so so I can go back to it. He goes, in the very beginning, he says, our skill is no match for the syndicate numbers. That didn't seem to be a problem in Season 2 when you killed, like, three fucking battalions of stormtroopers. And then, and then you true. assaulted a mini Star Destroyer. Boba Fett wasn't in it, but Fennec was. You assaulted <laughs> Mando and Fennec, assault and with help, of course, assaulted a mini Star Destroyer and you killed even more guys.
1: It's true, who who, who actually had military training, right?
0: Right, and, but but now the the numbers are, are an issue. Fuck you. Fuck you. Get out of yeah. here. I don't yeah. want to hear this shit. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dude's a comedian. This
0: Dude is b- hilarious. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs>
1: Stop yeah. It. I mean, it's just, I don't, again, I'm, I, 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 not, you're reminding me how much I hated, like, those, those, um, stormtrooper just fodder episodes. Like, oh, God. Like, you're just killing, killing bodies off. Like, just, one after the other it's just not entertaining. It was a repeat um, in this episode
0: with the pikes indicate. They they just yeah, uh, what I right. what annoyed me is they had the numbers clearly. Like Boba Fett and Mando probably killed like 50 guys. Show 50 yeah. guys on screen. But instead it was like six guys alternating and respawning over and over again. That's really all it was. It's like a Call of Duty level. Really.
1: Right. It was right. A Call it's of I mean like yeah, they they've got their ring, they've got their ring screen, they've got their six uh, uh costumes, you know, and that's it. It's too bad they wasted Cad Bane And too bad they didn't Like just kill off a few more You know they, they needed to kill off more protagonists But Yeah I, like the
0: hackers All should have been wiped out At least n- not the hot chick leave her alone But the other hackers wipe them all the, out
1: The palest girl on Tatooine
0: <laughs> I, I still find on Hilarion
1: got, You got the are You putting zinc oxide on your entire body At all times
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: And I, I
0: I there's one scene where she's like I was raised around these streets. I, I know
1: my way around. Really? Really? So you want to really? Raise on a huh. Hmm. Really? Anyways, huh? where that where that accent come from? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're you're raised on the uh, the British the British quarter, you know? <laughs> Cuz she doesn't 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 sound like Mark Hamill's accent. <laughs>
0: we're just shitting on this show. I'm sorry guys. It's just it wasn't really lackluster finale like I wanted to like it. And I once again I this is I find this fucking hilarious because it's it's happening in Star Wars now. It happens in politics. Now it's happening in Star Wars. So the last episode got some flack because Cad Bane didn't look like his Clone Wars
1: counterpart. Which hmm. okay, like in the Clone Wars cartoon the features his hat, his hat was bigger people kept saying his hat was bigger in the in the cartoon i, I didn't
0: i didn't hear that i he, i hear he wasn't blue enough the motherfucker's old of course he's going to get like a little lightish blue in his old age yeah. but like in a cartoon the features are exaggerated for the love of god look at count
1: Dooku in the clone wars like yeah, yeah. look
0: at his beard it's like a whole fucking other face i just um, think
1: i think it was just a well it looked it looked he, he looked great as a as a character oh, his, yeah, his he makeup looked, looked great menacing. his his makeup yeah he looked really menacing it was the best makeup in the entire show Hands down, Um, hands down. Yeah, But um, the one thing, like, to the people who really like
0: Book of Boba Fett and are jerking it off, I have a question. Are you guys just contrarians? Because this was not good. And I keep seeing Mm. people go, I don't know what everyone's talking about, all these incels. First off... There's only three people I've ever seen complain about it. And some of these criticisms, I've never seen, like, legitimately. I'm I'm, I'm tuned into, like, the subreddits, the Facebook groups, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Never seen anybody complain about, like, these specific issues you guys are defending. So I I, I just feel like there's a lot of contrarians out there hyping this show up. And it really, realistically, it wasn't mm-hmm. that great. Yeah. Um, and that makes me worried for Kenobi. And hopefully Andor is good. Because Andor... I think just got greenlit for season two, and season one hasn't even out yet. So,
1: uh. yeah, yeah, and um, not to get not to get too political, but the uh, the end of the series did have the kind of massive conservative slant to it. What like, do you mean? Good guy, good guy with a gun slaughters off, like kills off all the drug dealers. Like that's all you know. Like it's it's uh, a big conservative fantasy. Is the is the good guy with the gun like? You know defeats everybody and then all of these all of the syndicate is completely evil because they're all drug dealers you know um it's alien drug dealers yeah alien drug dealers that's right when,
0: when the pike syndicate sends people to tattooing they're not sending their best they're criminals they're drug addicts and some i assume are good people uh, but we didn't see them there
1: we didn't see them there that's right yeah <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh man, that's but, all I have uh, to say
0: about this. The, the finale, like it was just kind of a, a little
1: underwhelming, lackluster, entertaining. You're correct, but yeah, enter- um, entertaining. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it was. It was just um, they 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 could have cut a good 15 minutes of battle. Uh, they could have. They could. They didn't need so many characters. Do, do you think they just wanted toys or something? They're I'm trying assuming to sell that's toys. That's why they brought back Grogu. Yeah, and and like, but. You know, that's why they have the hackers. They can... Oh, you can get you can get Hacker 1 on, on their motorcycle. Hacker, on Hacker 1. 2, Hacker 2 on their motorcycle. And then you can get the Wookie, You can get the Black Wookiee. And, <laughs> um, you know, you can... All these people are... We've got all these heroes that are going to be action figures. You know. There's a lot of characters. Too many characters. I'm assuming that's why...
0: By the way, I love how someone, someone on, on Twitter said that. Last Jedi... The Last Jedi is the 2016 the last jedi is is like how the 2016 election was like no one still shuts the fuck up about it um and last jedi i'm assuming uh disney came to ryan johnson and they're like hey look you got to have more planets so we can like sell shit so that's why it came up with crate and i'm assuming that casino planet because they kind of were very weirdly awkwardly put in there
1: Four, yeah, but they go novels. to like don't they go to like 45 planets in Rise of Skywalker?
0: Yeah, they 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 <laughs> remedy that shit in the sequel. Holy fuck.
1: Like I remember I remember cuz I think in the first 3 movies they visit what three three locations in each um yeah, it's essentially three locations in each uh in each movie, right? Kind. Star Star Wars is Star Wars is Tatooine um Alderaan slash the Death Star because they don't really get to Alderaan. They go to the Death Star instead, and then they end at Yavin, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you've got three locations. Empire Strikes Back is Hoth, Dagobah, Bespin.
0: Uh, You could also argue um, the
1: asteroid belt. belt. Deep space, yeah. Yeah. And then Return of the Jedi is Tatooine, um, a brief revisit of Dagobah, and then Endor. So there's actually... um, fewer locations in uh in return of the jedi um it's just really it's mostly just Tatooine and endor um and you know but uh and then all of a sudden like yeah the um i guess phantom menace has has Great. Naboo, three.
0: coruscant and Tatooine coruscant again Tatooine, yeah um and then attack of the attack- clones has kamino
1: coruscant Tattooing it again, <laughs> and, um, and then uh, that ro- Rocky Alien Genesis, yeah, yeah, Genosis. Gen- yeah. gen- right, <laughs> and then Revenge of the Sith has has um, well, a lot uh, oh shit, um, um, Coruscant,
0: Coruscant, it has Kashyyyk, uh, Mygito, uh, Felucia,
1: mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not even counting the the don't don't count the 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 montage at the end montage doesn't count oh the
0: montage during the order 66 doesn't count yeah yeah, yeah. oh shit. no because uh. that's
1: too many that's too many <laughs> that's like it's like because each that's like i'm talking like where there was actually like like i barely count dagobah in return of the jedi i guess they went back but you know come on okay were, okay he, so he was Boris, on dagobah for like a second
0: do we, do we count do we count separatist destroyer because they're on that for like the first good chunk of the movie
1: um, yeah, yeah, I think so. That's
0: so not a planet, but, okay, well, planets, right. Coruscant, Kashyyyk, Utapau, and, wow. uh, I want to say Tatooine briefly, and Dagobah briefly, very brief. And Polis yeah. Massa, which is where Luke and Leia were born, the
1: asteroid place. God, yeah, such a Yeah, the final murder. battle, oh the, la- the lava world, the lava world. Oh, world, oh right? Mustafar, yeah. thank you. Wow, Mustafar. I gotta forget
0: Mustafar, Jesus Christ. yeah. There's
1: so like, then, oh, I, 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 so now we're going, now we're going, we might as well finish this off. Force Awakens, oh, they got go, J- Jakku? Jakku, and then you Jaku? have
0: uh, Takonanda, I think that's the name of it, and then you have Katar. Ta-
1: Takonanda?
0: That's Maskananda's <laughs> planet. And then you have, I don't want to say it's Qatar, oh, wow. but it's, it's 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 something like that. That's the Resistance planet. And then you had Starkiller Base slash um, oh, right. Ilum. So that's four and then and, and last jedi you had a uh, katar Catar the resistance planet yeah that yeah
1: even though that movie is mostly in deep space again because it's right. an empire strikes back throwback but like you still get casino planet and then the original planet there at, the, at the very beginning for that and Then great and that's it oh the the where she's getting trained by by luke
0: oh um I forgot about that. Um, well, I forgot the name of that planet. Shit. I, I, yeah. The funny thing is I've seen the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy so much that I know this all the time in my head, but the sequel trilogy I've seen maybe once or twice each. Yeah. Like I don't even care. And then Rise of Skywalker, they just go to like the first planet, they go to the uh, Yavin? Yeah, they the, they go they go to they go to the they go to the party planet. Party planet, Pasana. And then they go yeah. to Kijimi, where uh, they
1: yeah, get, they the, get the, uh, the guy's girlfriend's planet, right? The guy's ex-girlfriend's planet. And then um, they go
0: to Sith planet in deep space. Uh, before that, they're on the Death Star. I think they I think go that back was to they go to Endor. Again. Endor, right? Oh, no, it, and no, uh, <laughs> you flipped out when I told you this. Mustafar is at the very beginning, where Kylo Ren is killing those Vader cultists. You flipped out oh. when I told you, I'm like Vader cultists. <laughs>
1: That's so weird. <laughs> uh I'm, I'm gonna yeah. quote you here. It's tough. It's it's tough. Oh my god. Oh jeez.
0: <laughs> uh Preston, is that it? Can we wrap this up? My I guess
1: so, my god.
0: Uh guys, okay. Think-
1: overall though, overall, you gotta rank it. Like what I mean a <laughs> Fat, scale of one to ten. What's what do you think?
0: Oh, uh, this is a the only the funny thing is. The only thing that keeps this from being a like complete utter trash like below a 5 is the episode 5 and 6. That's the mm. only thing. That, so I would give it a, like a like a, like a 6. It's slightly above average, just slightly, which is a shame because it wasn't too yeah. boring throughout. They had a lot of boring moments, but a, a lot of it, a good chunk of it was like kind of neat. Okay. Yeah. Would I watch this again? No.
1: No. Would not no, I again. mean that's the thing is I think it's almost I don't, I don't, okay, overall, I don't think it's horrible. I've seen a lot of horrible stuff, no. I don't think it's great. I think it's pretty solid, solidly mediocre. Like, yeah. it's so mediocre. It's so mediocre that I wouldn't even be able to tell stories. It's not like when we watch, we, we've we got to do our Raised by Wolves. Like, um, <laughs> like Raised by Wolves is so bonkers, you know? Or Westworld is so bonkers. Well, Westworld and Raised by Wolves are uh, maybe bad examples because those they, they are so incredible and awful at the same time yes but like you know like it's like outrageous right like how how are you doing this this is like the finest wine i've ever drunk along with like a turd floating in it and you're like (laughs) what's going on maybe not that hard that's a little harsh i find wine with like a glob of peanut butter in it i'd be like "What what is this glob of peanut butter doing in my fine wine like Ugh, this doesn't fit. This is so odd and weird. Um I he, they they I would never recommend Book of Boa Fett. I would never like like b- b- complain about how it's the worst series ever either. It's so it's got to be so mediocre and forgettable. Um it was you know there there was some stuff. There were some there were some fun moments. It was entertaining, but it was empty. It was like it was like eating pretzels. You know.
0: <laughs> yes, I actually. That's a great analysis. That's a great analogy for it. It's like eating pretzels. It's it's one of those shows where if I never rewatched it again, I I would I would die completely fine i can go to bed at night knowing that this is what it is and that's it, it, it it's yeah. not like you know mando season two i could rewatch again no problem i i have no problem with that like for example you ever, you ever had like one of those shows where you really liked as a kid or as, mm. as a young adult and then you met someone and you wanted to share that show with them so you rewatch it with them i would not rewatch this with like a significant other i would yeah, not yeah, do yeah. that so um yeah uh can we wrap this up Sure thing. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Book of Boba Fett. We will hopefully see you next time for anything else that is remotely more interesting. Uh, Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.